Good afternoon, I'm Tom Robinson with KSOM, KS95 News. Now that the snow has tapered off in most areas of the southwest Iowa and continued eastward, Andrew and Sorge, meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Des Moines, tells KSOM, KS95 News, two other systems will affect the state tomorrow and again on Thursday. I miss out, largely miss out on the one that's going to go across northern and central Iowa Wednesday, later Wednesday morning through the afternoon to the evening hours. And then there's another round of snow that will probably will get into at least the southern part of the KOSM listening area, if not Atlantic itself, uh, later Thursday night into Friday. And that might be another accumulating snowfall event we'll have to keep an eye on. And Sorge says temperatures are going to plummet this weekend. Uh, we're looking at temperatures struggling to reach above zero degrees um, on Sunday into Monday. So it'll be a very cold period, wind chills 20, maybe even 30 below zero at times. We have received around four inches of accumulating snow at KSOM, KS95, or Dalamacena reporting five inches of snow, and Kim Peters in Adair reporting four inches of snow, five inches of snow. Roadways across the state are covered with snow and ice. Some are drifting this morning, and towing is not recommended on Interstate 29 from Missouri border through Monona County. The same goes for Crawford, Shelby, Cass, Audubon, Carroll, Guthrie, Adair, Union, and Ringgold counties. The winter storm warning issued by the National Weather Service on Monday continues until 6 p.m. this evening for almost the entire state. And on Monday at around 10 p.m., the Iowa State Patrol said they had reported two dozen crashes with one person hurt. They have also helped about 70 motorists. Slick road conditions will remain as snow will continue to fall overnight through this afternoon. And due to the weather, Atlantic Postal Service Supervisor Mark McNeese advises the public that mail trucks are running late today. Trucks to Atlantic and many of the surrounding areas are late from the plant getting out and having a tough time getting here. So mail A is late from the get-go. Our carriers are going to be uh, struggling and late today. Just a reminder, since it's been a while since we've had this kind of event, you get out and clear off your steps and sidewalks, and if you happen to know the path they take across the yard, that would be great, too. That's very beneficial at some point. It's just going to be a while, so everybody's going to have to be patient. We'll get everywhere we can today safely. If they can't get there, we'll have to wait until until the snow gets cleared. And McDee says the roll routes will be a struggle today. Most of them will try to do the town first and see if they can get around, and then we'll get out to it. If the carriers cannot get down a road uh, because it hasn't been and they may get stuck, why we'll have to delay it for a day. That's pretty standard. We just don't want them to get trapped out there and have to get pulled out. So they're they're all pretty good about knowing You know, some of the roads are worse than others, typically just because of the way things blow in or the directions, or they may be the last ones there. And, and most of the people live on there, they're aware of that too, but... They do a really great job of getting to everywhere eventually, and usually the first day or two, but um, it's hard to tell today, especially with the wind blowing. It's going to be a battle. And he says the carriers will safely get to as many residents as possible today. Cass County Engineer Trent Walken said secondary road crews are working hard to keep up with the blowing and drifting snow. We've been hitting the road since 5 a.m. this morning. All our pavements have been hit, and we're starting to go on our gravels, but we're fighting the, the drifting snow and the wind. Wind's going to continue through most of the day, so we're going to be fighting the drifting snow, but um, the actual snow is leaving Cass County, but its uh, visibility's really poor, and um, we just need to kind of catch up on uh, the blowing snow, so it's going to be a struggle all day, and uh, I'm sure we're going to be in in the morning also, but... 
I would say travel not advised right now until we can try to get some of the drifting and and get some of the pavements open. Wilkins said there is a lot of slush and slickness under the snow. They're fighting as well. Ottoman County Secondary Road Superintendent Jamie Schleimer says the plows are clearing the hard surface roads. Schleimer says there's still a lot of snow moving around. Uh, right now we've got plows out on the hard surface roads, the highways. Uh, working on those right now. we still got a lot of snow uh, moving around. The, the wind's finding it out there and moving it. So there's definitely going to be some drifting. Uh, visibility is low in areas. Uh, we're kind of holding off on the graders for now till some of this snow settles down. Anything we move now on the gravel is probably just going to blow right back in behind the grader. So we're going to give it some time and let the snow find a place to settle, and then we'll see what closer to noon brings. Maybe we can get out and get some roads. Uh, I'd say we probably got at least four inches. I know a lot of it melted yesterday when it hit the ground. Uh, that helped us out a lot. Uh, it's kind of hard to get a good good reading out there, though, because the winds really started moving it around this morning, like I said. I'd say if you need to get out, give yourself plenty of extra travel time, uh, extra stopping distance. Just be ready to be stuck in a car or vehicle, you know, have all your emergency supplies with you, coats, flashlights, whatever you need. Um, I'd say probably the best bet is stay home today if you can. The Ottawa County road system consists of 760 roads and 215 bridges. Ottawa County engineer Mitch Riddle says the roads department has a policy in place when it comes to clearing the roadways. No, I just want to reiterate our policy, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning to 6 at night. We do a 12-hour shift, and that's our policy. Um, like Jamie says, uh, we're going to wait to see how this wind maybe dies down here mid-late morning and get our graders out in the country and see what we could do, and we'll probably be out there till 6 o'clock tonight. Ottawa County is divided into eight motor grader districts. Each machine covers about 160 miles of roads. Well, Adair and Guthrie County's Emergency Management Director Bob Kemp says road crews are dealing with six to eight inches of snow in Adair and Guthrie counties. He says the higher amounts are in the eastern portion of the region. But the biggest thing right now is uh, the state plows and the county plows are having a hard time getting things cleared, you know, and keeping up with it. It's starting to blow so much. Um, so both counties are in a tow ban, of course. So, you know... People need to know they need to just stay home because if you get out there and you end up in a ditch, you know, your vehicle is going to have to stay for a while. And he says you must drive. It'll be a good idea to pack an emergency preparedness kit. He says to tell someone where you're going and call them when you arrive. Extremely important to, um, you know, have your phone charger um good idea to take some water, some non-perishable food in your kit, things like that, uh, snow shovel if possible, uh, ribbon to tie on your antenna should you go in the ditch. Um, if your car has a tent, an antenna, a lot of them don't anymore, but you can always tuck it in a, a window or, or in the, close it in a door so that there's a uh, better way of people to possibly see you if you are stranded. 
And Bob Kemp asks the public to exercise patience and stay informed. You can uh, always check with the radio stations such as yourself at KSOM or follow uh, the road conditions on 511IA. Um, There's an app for that. People can put on their phones. They can get it on their computer. But uh, the main thing is to stay informed. Um, Things are not... Now, Kemp says things are not significantly different in other parts of the Midwest, particularly in Missouri. And Interstate 80 remains closed in the Kearney-Lexington area. He said it was best to stay home for the next 24 hours. And the Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors recognized today, January 9th, is National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. Mandy Billings reports. Supervisors Chair Susan Miller said Pottawatomie County is blessed with a sheriff's office that is staffed, trained, equipped, and prepared to respond to any threat when public safety is compromised. Regardless of title, position, or location, each member of the sheriff's office plays an important role. In light of the tragic school shooting Thursday in Perry, Iowa, our own backyard, Today's recognition is especially heartfelt. On behalf of the Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors, I would like to thank the deputies on road patrols, deputies performing security detail within the courthouse, our 911 communication center, those engaged with law enforcement at the jail, school resource officers, and those performing administrative tasks behind the scenes in support of our sheriff's office. Miller also recognized their partners with the Carter Lake Police Department, Avoca Police Department, and Council Bluffs Police Department. We understand your work is difficult. You accept (coughs) risk unconditionally and make sacrifices for each of us. Thank you for your service to Pottawatomie County on National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. National Law Enforcement Day honors law enforcement across the country for their bravery and sacrifice to the communities they serve. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. Well, the Corporate Transparency Act kicks in this year and creates a reporting requirement that many farmers may not know about. Harrison Pittman, Executive Director of the National Agricultural Law Center, talks about the new law on the books. One I would add would be Corporate Transparency Act. That is going to be a huge one in 2024. It's a federal law. It's a mechanism for helping detect and prevent criminal money laundering and various types of fraud. And it requires business entities, and particularly LLC, to go through a reporting process. That reporting process is not terribly difficult. I'm not going to say it's super simple, but it's not like they're asking for your shoe size and a lot of personal information. The requirement means disclosing information about the beneficial owners of the entities, including the single-owner LLCs. Pittman says it's not just for agriculture. You will go through a process. It applies to everybody. When I say everybody, I mean ag and non-ag. It kicks in this year, and so far, every audience we've talked to is completely surprised to hear about it. We began kind of throwing it in some presentations last year, and the real kicker is that it does have penalties, including criminal penalties, inside of it. You know, it may be unlikely that a criminal action will be brought in most circumstances, but that is on the books. That is something to be aware of. So a lot of these operations, they may be a general partnership with LLCs underneath it, and people may have more than one business entity and so forth. So this is something that people are going to need to know. And the new requirement is expected to impact at least 32.6 million entities. He says the strange thing is no one appears to be telling business owners about the new requirement. The real underlying kicker here is that it looks like it's nobody's job to tell anybody this thing is out there. It's not something people would intuitively know about. Attorneys who do estate planning might not be aware of this. 
it's something more likely operations might need to go to their attorney or attorneys that learn about it might need to mail all their clients and say, hey, this is something that we're going to need to do. CPAs, same thing. They may not necessarily know about this reporting, but they need to do it. Different Secretary of State's offices or whatever name they go by, they need to know more about it where they can put it on their website, for example, and give notice to people that there's a filing requirement that's going to follow the business filing. But that's a big one. More information is available at nationalaglawcenter.org. And more news on our web, go to westerniowtoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.